Huge here. I want to thank you for jumping on our podcast. Spread the word. Just tell everybody to search The Huge Show wherever they download podcasts. And also, get ready for the Super Bowl. Get in on the action. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use that code HUGE. The following is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. It's a Moneyline Monday presented by the DraftKings Sportsbook app on the huge show across Michigan. And the Lions are getting ready to go out to San Francisco, take on the Niners in the NFC Championship game. And with the win, they will make their first trip to a Super Bowl in franchise history. And you can get in on the action right now. New customers who download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code HUGE when they sign up, then can bet just five bucks on the Lions, and you'll get 200 in free bets instantly. Just use code HUGE when you sign up. This is for new customers who download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and go Lions. It is a Moneyline Monday presented by DraftKings on the Michigan Sports Network. Are you ready for huge opinions on the Lions, Tigers, Wings, Pistons, Michigan, MSU, and every sports team in the state of Michigan? It's time for the Huge Show. From the east side to the west side to the UP, the Huge Show is on air statewide on the Michigan Sports Network. Voice your huge opinions now at 1-866-838-HUGE. That's 1-866-838-4843. Now, the huge one, Bill Simonson. What's up, Michigan? It is time for our number. Number three on a money line Monday with Superfly Hayes as our executive producer. We road trip down in a limo with Hammer and Hank Hayes, his father, lifelong Lions fan, Marty Boer for the Michigan Sports Network. We saw Anthony Bellino working the microphone and video camera in stadium host at Ford Field at the big house. PA voice of Michigan men's and women's basketball. You hear him weekday mornings at 6 a.m. on X's and Bros on the Michigan Sports Network. He joined us earlier. In a minute, Jeremy Reisman, pride of Detroit Lions NFL insider on the win over Tampa and the road trip out to San Francisco. Your Detroit Lions are one win away from their first Super Bowl. That's it. Win in San Francisco, and they are NFC champions right now on the DraftKings Sportsbook app Big Board. They're a a six-and-a-half-point underdog. We'll talk to Jeremy, Mike Kimber, Micro Mike on YouTube, Lions Insider, also part of Herman Moore's Lions Nation Unite. About 25 minutes from him. We rolled out our Honolulu Blue. Huge question of the day presented by Coppercraft Distillery. Jared Goff, the greatest Lions QB of all time. I don't even know if that's a debate. And Dan Campbell's the best coach ever in Detroit. You got this team right now. I'll be honest. The potential... I'm not going to say they're going to be Super Bowl shuffle bears. But the potential for the guys on this roster right now to be household names for eternity in Detroit. 
Just get this team to the Super Bowl. I already think Dan Campbell is the best coach they've ever had. And Jared Goff is the best quarterback they've ever had. But if they get to this Super Bowl, didn't I say this last week? How many statues do you build? I guess it depends if you win it. Oh. So answer that Honolulu Blue huge question of the day presented by Coppercraft Distillery. 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. Dan Campbell said it earlier today. His Monday presser. It's the best NFL environment. And even though players can't hear themselves, you know they walk out of there and they've all commented and head coaches and assistant coaches have commented. It is an unbelievable feeling inside what we experienced, those who were in Ford Field yesterday. There's nothing like it. I've never seen anything. I know the Silver Dome was loud when the Cowboys trampled, or when the Lions trampled the Cowboys with Barry. But yeah, I answer that question of the day. Dan Campbell, easily best coach ever. Jared Goff now, two playoff wins. And they go win the NFC, and they get to the Super Bowl. I'm telling you, they they start this eternity run. Where I'm looking at, in the NFL right now, a running back I would take right now, the way he's playing, running back I would take in front of Gibbs might be McCaffrey healthy. 100% healthy, I might take him. I might. He's fast, but I think Gibbs has a, a quicker burst, and we saw it on that TD run. That offensive line has a potential for multiple names to live in eternity if they win the NFC. That defense, young guys, Branch is, gosh, that guy's good. Just keep sending him. Let him play the run. Let him play the pass. Lions are not good when they sit back and play straight up cover football. I don't care if it's zone or man. They're not good. And Cam Sutton can't cover anybody. Can't. Maybe red zone a little bit, but he, he just can't. He needs a safety over the top. So join in one 838 4843 That's 1-866-838-HUGE. Thank Jeremy Reisman, Pride of Detroit, Lions, NFL insider. He is standing by on the Roast Umber Coffee guest line. Man, Jeremy, uh, this run continues. Yeah, no, it's truly uh, truly unbelievable that uh, the, the Lions just keep – Seemingly facing every possible challenge and, and knocking down every real goal that they could realistically have at the beginning of this year. What, what, what continues to amaze me really is how young this team is and how unfazed they are by everything, right? Um, unfazed by the fact that this team has had a 30-year playoff drought. Unfazed by the fact that this team hasn't been to an NFC championship in 32 years. Unfazed by being underdogs, being favorites. It doesn't seem to matter. This team is up for it, and I think that speaks to what you were just saying about Dan Campbell being one of the best head coaches in the league and maybe the best head coach in this team's history. You know, being the best quarterback or head coach in Lions history, I'm sorry. It's not like Academy Awards where you got a long (laughs) list. It's a a very short list. But the one thing you mentioned about the youth, and I mentioned it, I was trying to think while I was sitting there yesterday at Ford Field. In my life, you know, I'm 62, may look 42, but I'm 62, is that an NFL team where, because you've seen NBA teams have a couple guys splash or baseball teams have a 19-year-old who, you know, hits 40 homers. 
I'm trying to think in the NFL because it's such a physical game. Yep. The last time I've seen a potential Super Bowl champion, one of the final four teams in the National Football League this season, have that many young guys contribute. And I'm not talking about just guys that come off the bench and give you a, a block kick or punt return. I'm talking players on both sides of the ball who start and bring it. Can you connect this team to any other NFL team you've seen in terms of youth? Man, that's that's really hard. I'd have it, to I'd have to hit the history books for for me to answer that. Um, but I think it does speak to just like it almost feels like this team is too naive to understand what they're doing, which I, I, I take it back to a quote that uh, Dan Campbell said in his post game kind of locker room celebration. It's just like, he's screaming at his teams. Like, do you know what you're doing right now? Do you know how hard it is to do what you're doing um, in this? And, and to be doing it really in their first year of like legitimate contention, they're doing all of this despite the fact that it's a bunch of 23, 24-year-olds who have never been here before, who've never played a playoff game, who don't carry the weight of this franchise and, and the 70 years of losing. Um, there are some of those guys in, in you know on the team, right? There's your Frank Ragnows, there's your Taylor Deckers who have been here for a while and, and understand all that. But there's a certain amount of confidence or it's almost like a confidence and ignorance that, that carries this team to such heights, I think, because they're just, so fearless of these situations because it doesn't mean all of this extra. They don't carry that burden of, of decades of, of failure in this franchise. They're just they're just playing ball out there and and, and it's working. Yeah, and beyond working's an understatement, Jeremy. I'm not saying that in a negative way, but Gibbs, uh, JMO, who you know really is kind of a rookie between the suspension and coming back from the knee injury. Campbell, uh, you look at Branch, like I said, I mean, we go down this list and we just, Laporta, who he's one of the top tight ends in the game, forget what a rookie or 10th year player and, and Holmes, his ability to spot that talent and also the ability of Campbell and his staff to maximize that talent so quickly. Yeah, it's, it's, it's exactly how it's supposed to look, right? It's exactly when you have a well-functioning organization and you make such a monumental trade to kick things off that gets you all that extra draft capital, this is exactly what everyone had in mind. This is exactly what it's supposed to look like in nailing your your first draft ever in, in Brad Holmes, who, I mean, you look at that 2021 draft class and it's like hit, 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 hit. And then it continued from there on. And like you said, um, you got your top four picks from this year's draft all contributing in, in very meaningful ways. And, you know, I think, down the line, people might look at what Brad Holmes did in three years as literally the blueprint from starting from scratch. This team had very little in that first year, and they they took their you know they took their lumps. They they understood that it was going to be a tough go around in the first year, year and a half. Um, but to see it turn around, because it, I think at the time a lot of people were like, why are they taking such a slow approach? Why aren't they going wild in, in free agency? Why aren't they doing this? Why aren't they doing that? Um, but this is a proof of concept of, of a three-year plan, making sure you're taking things slow, making sure you're not listening to the outside noise of, oh, you got to get your quarterback. You're, you're picking in the top 10. you you got to get a quarterback. Oh, you, you, you trade it up for, for a wide receiver that's injured? You can't do that. you got to get immediate contributions out of your first-round pick. Oh, you're taking a running back in the first round? You can't do that. That's not how 
positional value work. Um, they stuck to their plan, their idea of what it meant to roster build, and we're seeing the, the fruits of those labors right now of, of doing it their way. Going to top-shelf college programs, Gibbs, Alabama, JMO, Alabama, Branch, Alabama, Hutch, Michigan, Campbell, Iowa. And even though they can't score, but defensively you'll take that and you'll take a tight end out of Iowa because they produce more tight ends than uh, most D1 programs. But, yeah, yeah, all those things we're talking about and how it's second year. You know, St. Brown seems like a a veteran and he's still young. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Again, it's just it's a master class of of doing all the right things. It sure is. I mean, when you when you take when you you know find your new GM, I think it's always smart to get a guy who is a college scout at heart because that is that is how you rebuild. That is how you get to where you are of being one of the youngest teams in the NFL, but also one of the most talented. Um, you have to get a guy who's been doing it for a very long time, knows the process, knows what stats to look at and which stats to ignore. Which you know is the forty yard dash important, or is the you know you know the the miles per hour that, that they take during the national championship game. Is that more important? Um, Brad Holmes have been doing it for a very long time. And I know there are some people that, that don't like hiring a GM that doesn't have experience, but if you are going to hire one of those guys, make it a college scout, particularly one that had been doing it for as long as Brad Holmes has. So now they look at the Niners, three straight NFC title games, I think four out of the last five, the lions haven't won a road playoff game since 19, 19- 57. I mean, I just, that really seems archaic when I say that. I mean, I was born in 61, but I, I just think from a football standpoint to say that your team, your franchise, the Detroit Lions have not won a road playoff game since 1957. And I get their rolling. I love what they did. They easily could have lost to the Rams, could have lost to the Bucks. They found a way to win. The home crowd was amazing. But now they do get the Niners, a team that is savvy, season three straight NFC championship games, four out of the last five. How do the Lions get past the Niners and get to Vegas? I mean, it's it's the same. I don't think anything about their process changed. I don't think anything about their game plan changes. It's just now you got to do it against a, a better opponent. Um, this is a team that really likes to I mean both teams are kind of built in the same fashion really um they like to run the ball they like play action um they they have two of the most explosive offenses in the NFL um the, the one key difference though that I think works in the Lions favor um is that the Lions notoriously can stop the run they they were really a top 5 run defense in the league the 49ers are not they've got a really good defense but I think in terms of run defense they're really more middle of the pack and you know, if you're looking for advantages that favor the Lions, I think that's the biggest one, especially since both offenses um, really key in on that running game. That's, that's kind of the basis of where everything starts. And so if the Lions defense can hold McCaffrey and crew in, in check and, and the 49ers can't do that with the Lions two-headed monster in the backfield, that that could be a game-changing, game-shifting dynamic that, that could favor the Lions. Now, the 49ers can also kill you in a whole bunch of other different ways. They're really good at defending the pass. Say what you will about Brock Purdy, but I believe this was the number one passing offense in the league as well, and we all know that the Lions struggle to defend the pass. But um, in terms of just a you know an advantage that, that could work in the Lions' favor, and, and I think really makes it so I think this game is going to be a close game, not not what the you know the seven-point line suggests. Um, 
I, I think it is effective. Lines are going to be able to, can be able to stop the run where I think the, the 49ers may struggle to do that against Detroit. Yeah, and here at the end, when I, I we've watched teams just fall off the face of the NFL earth, uh, Cowboys, Eagles come to mind. Tampa was rolling. You know, Lions, the two teams they beat were playing as well as anybody last yeah. five weeks of the season. Niners have been up and down. Green Bay had chances to be up 17 nothing. You know, a quarter in five minutes into that game, and you're watching it going, oh, my gosh, they're not capitalized on this. Crowd's coming back into it. You had the bad weather. Get the big lead. Instead, you could feel it coming that the Niners would win it. But Purdy hasn't been the same. And, again, you know if guys are fighting injuries late in the season, they're just banged up. McCaffrey is still a stud. Key will be Samuel who banged up the shoulder. How healthy is he? I really think – Purdy and Samuel are the biggest keys and the Lions defense being able to get a few stops. Yeah, no question. And and that is a very, very different 49ers offense with and without um, Debo, as you said, like that, that guy is such a key cog in what they do. And I think Kyle Shanahan talked about it a little bit today. It sounds like, you know, nothing's broken in that shoulder that had been fractured before, but there's a lot of swelling. There's a lot of pain. And so they're not really going to know until later in the week, whether he's going to be a go or not. But if he does not go that 49ers offense has really struggled without that piece. And so um, that's going to be one that I think Lions fans need to keep a, a very close eye on the, the rest of the week. But, uh, but even so I, I, I am going to give the Lions a fighting chance here because, you know, they've, they've given up 340 passing yards in I think five straight games. And they've gone four and one in those games, and mm. you can make an, an argument that they're, they really went five and zero oh in those games, depending on your opinion on how things ended there in Dallas. So um, even if the 49ers are able to move the ball through the air, that is no guarantee that they walk away with a comfortable win here, because Detroit has done an amazing job getting off the field in other instances, creating a bunch of sacks, a couple of interceptions along the way, and that can be enough when you have an offensive rolling as well as the Lions are. You can just get off the field four or five times. They got off field six times uh, yesterday uh, against the Bucks. That that's going to be enough for this team, I think, to to not only compete but probably maybe even pull off an upset on on Sunday. Also, I have a little smile as you were talking about the Cowboys, and then I mentioned the Eagles collapse that coincided with Patricia uh, taking <laughs> over. Who surprise surprise won't be welcome back as the defensive coordinator, and the Cowboys karma on the Lions getting ripped off at the end, and they're both going to be sitting at home watching the Lions and the Niners on Sunday play for the right to go to Vegas. Lord, Jeremy, if a week from today we're talking about the Lions as NFC champions on their way to Vegas, I I, I can't even imagine what it will be like in the state of Michigan. Uh, yeah, it's, it's, I mean, that is truly uncharted territory. We've mm. been talking about uncharted, uncharted territory all year in terms of breaking all these 30, 40, 50 year records. This is, this is something that we've never even thought about, even considered. Um, I mean, I was there obviously last night during the game, I was walking around Detroit after the game and, you know, I usually get out three or four hours after the, the game is over and there's, there's still people walking around the city and single digit weather, just, they don't know what to do with themselves because it's, they don't want the party to end. And if we're talking Super Bowl and we get two weeks of oh. anticipation of that game, yeah. man, I, yeah. I don't know. I, I couldn't even tell you. And, and to think, I mean, just how big of a 2024 season will it be for the city of Detroit with the, the NFL draft coming in, in three months away. So, um, yeah, it's about to be 
really fun here. I mean, it already is really fun here in Detroit, and, and I've, I've ran into a bunch of people who are just beside themselves with, with the excitement. But if, if you add Super Bowl, even just a Super Bowl appearance to everything that they've accomplished this year, it's, uh, it's going to be crazy. I, I, I have no other way of putting it. It's just going to be absolutely insane. Could you imagine if Goodell's at the podium with the 32nd pick in the NFL draft, your world champion Detroit Lions, in Detroit, He's saying those words, mm. man. I mean, wow. it'd be two years, two years in a row, too, right? They did that in Kansas City last year. So you just have, I don't know, Jared Goff and uh, and, and then Amon Ra with like a championship belt over his mm. shoulder, right next to Goodell. <laughs> that would be something to behold, man. Yeah, it's what Dan Campbell told the team after the win yesterday. Two more with a bye in between, kind of setting up for those guys, saying, "Go play your butts off Sunday." Because if we win, we're going to get a week off to recover before we go to Vegas to take on the winner, which they'll know by the time they kick off or just a little into the game, maybe end of the first quarter, they'll know if the Chiefs or the Ravens have won. And just imagine it started in Kansas City and it might end in Vegas with Mahomes in Kansas City. That would, I mean, it couldn't have been a, a more, I mean, you want to talk about writers in the NFL that would be that would be something and I mean even even if it was a Baltimore matchup that at least provides some intrigue with the Lions I'm sure wanting plenty of revenge for that embarrassing embarrassing game back in in week six or whatever it was uh week seven I don't know what it is um but either way um I mean it just just to be sitting here having this conversation with you just, wow that still feels unreal to me that we're talking about potential Super Bowl matchups with, with the Lions in it. So, um, we got the Harbaugh story too. With again, you could get one Harbaugh's a national champion, the other's a runner up, right? Right, that would be something. Yeah, what what side would I mean? I think we, we know what side Jim would, would side with, but um, that, yeah, man. Well, Jim might be coach of the Chargers by the time. Uh, you get to that Super Bowl. He's going back for his second interview. So second interviews mean you've made the cut. They've completed their Rooney rule requirements. So Harbaugh and on the Chargers have been kind of quiet outside of announcing who's interviewed. And I don't know if Harbaugh going back now is the interview where he won't leave uh, and he'll be their head coach. I I don't know how that's going to play off. The NFL is more tight-lipped about head coaching hirings than I've ever seen. Yeah. And plus with all these other candidates, you know, Baltimore's got a, a few coaching candidates that are in the mix and San Francisco, it seems to. And well, Johnson and, and Glenn, right? Right. Yeah. With all those kind of still up in the air, usually you don't see a lot of movement with, with head coaches until all of that is, is through. Um, obviously a couple of teams had succession plans in, in, in place and those are done. But I think, I think until, either the Super Bowl ends or it becomes clear that some of these guys that, that are still in the interview process but in the playoffs um, become more free, uh, I think we're probably going to see a lot of coaching hires still on hold here. You know, speaking of coaching hires, Aaron Glenn the last two weeks defensively, has he has he moved up? I think he's moved up the list on getting one of those open NFL jobs. Am I off base on that? No, I, I mean, I think, I think it certainly has helped more than it hurts. I mean... I think a lot of this process is it's how you interview. It's 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 more than just what you do in the playoffs, but it can't hurt when you're out there again, giving up 350 passing yards in all these games, yet still being a disruptive force uh, against some of these. I mean, listen, the, the 
I would say both the Buccaneers and and the Tampa and and the uh, Rams had some of the hotter passing offenses in the league and and had two quarterbacks playing with a, a lot of confidence in what they do, a lot of obviously wide receiving talent on the field in the past two weeks as well. And the lines weren't perfect, but they they came up with a game plan that that got the defense off the field that that created disruptive plays. And considering the roster that the Lions have, particularly at corner, I think. You have to give Aaron Glenn a ton of credit for doing what he's doing with the talent that he has. Um, I, I, I would say game plan and scheme had a huge part in their win yesterday because I don't know how many times they sent blitzes, but it felt like every single time there was an unblocked defender who either got to Baker Mayfield, took him down, or made him very uncomfortable and throw a hurried pass that was typically inaccurate. So that really that game, really the last two weeks, I, I would say, are, are really – I think kind of masterclass is a, is a big word for it. Uh, I would say more just like highlighting his strengths as a play caller, which is something that we haven't really talked about through three years because I don't think he was particularly great at it for the first even two years, I would say. But he's getting much better at it, and I think that was on display for the, these past two games. Well, actually, it's called uh, when they yell Cam Sutton, somebody blitzes because Cam Sutton can't. I think his name should be Can't Cover Sutton. <laughs> <laughs> but you know why? Why Baker didn't go more yeah. like he did on that drive just before halftime? Cam Sutton, I'm sorry, it's nothing personal. It's business. He just can't cover anybody. Bites too much. Uh, guys run by him. Uh, arm tackling. And, but to get by it, and I yeah. said this to start the show today, and I was preaching it all last week after the Rams game, and even into the end of the regular season that the Lions' defense is not good enough to play straight-up D, and every time they bring that pressure, just like the, if you look at Barnes's interception, I don't know who it was on that last highlight reel, but Baker had to get rid of it a little bit early before the break on the cut. Yeah. And, and that yeah. pressure of sending, like you said, somebody running free, and I'll give Baker credit, he spun out a couple of those and made some just, you know, penthouse level, you know, QB throws where you're like, I just got to give him some love. But keep that heat up. They're going to need to do it to Purdy. He's not the best scrambler. He can break a few tackles. But when they bring that heat, they're a better defense. They are. Yeah, no question. And, you know, it, it, it can get you in trouble every now and then. The, the Bucks had a really good play call against one of their blitzes that ended in that kind of screen pass touchdown. Yeah. But, well, but, I mean, the Aaron Glenn doesn't have many other options. He can't just like sit on his hands oh. and, and watch his team get picked apart. And so I, I love the aggressive play style. And again, to the other team knows they're going to do that, right? They know that the lines are going to have to crank up the aggression on defense. So to have the, the opposing offense know that the lines have been cranking up the heat in the past month or two and still be able to create pressure packages that, that are creating these unblocked defenders again, a credit to, to Aaron Glenn for knowing the weaknesses on the offensive line, for knowing the tendencies of Baker Mayfield and the other offense, and um, you know, creating these these pressure packages that are clearly working despite the fact that the offenses know they're coming. Yeah, the deeper lines are going, the more I'm feeling. I, I was thinking, Glenn, maybe the Titans, but he'd be back. But now I'm looking at all these jobs still open that Johnson and Glenn both could be gone. And we can see what that can do to a team. Go ask Sirianni in Philly, but I'm going to enjoy this ride uh, where it's going on the field and it continues Sunday in San Francisco. Jeremy Reisman, Pride of Detroit. Look for them. Twitter, Facebook, online as always, Jeremy. Wonderful conversation.
Yeah, man, appreciate you having me. Having a lot of fun. Yeah, back at you, man. Jeremy Reisman checking in on the Roast Umber Coffee guest line. On the way, Mike Kimber, Micro Mike on YouTube. He talks about the Lions, also part of Herman Moore's Lions Nation Unite More on the Lions and the Niners NFC Championship on Sunday. Yeah, Cam Suns is horrible. He's horrible. He's horrible. Marty Bowie. Yeah, I got to get rid of Cam Sutton. I'm like, why is he sounding like a cross between a 1940s umpire and Farley from old school Saturday Night Live? Hey, got to get rid of Cam Sutton. Fred Flintstone from the yabba dabba <laughs> We do have our Honolulu Blue huge question of the day. You can answer it. Simple and easy. Jared Goff, the greatest Lions QB of all time. You tell me when 866-838-4843. That's when 866-838-HUGE. That is on the Mercantile Bank listener line. Mercantile Bank with locations all across Michigan. That makes them a Michigan bank with Michigan decision makers. And your money will stay right here in Michigan. More conversation on the Lions in the NFC Championship game. Lions-Niners, Sunday night, 6.30 on Fox. DraftKings big board app sitting right at 6.5 and and won't bump up to 7 right now. I'm not sure who I'm taking. I'm leaning towards the Lions. I'm not bragging about predictions, but I did post a tweet I retweeted from August 2nd, 2023. Lions will be 14-3 and regular season, win the NFC North. I wasn't that far off. And that Michigan would be 15-0 and in national champions, and I made that call in print on Twitter August 2nd. See it for yourself. It's free to look at it. Add Huge Show on Twitter. From Grand Rapids to Detroit, this show is huge. It's time to go in the huddle. One, two, three, top flight! DraftKings Sportsbook is an official sports betting partner of the National Football League. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app today and be sure to use the promo code HUGE for a special offer when you sign up. That's code HUGE, H-U-G-E, only at the DraftKings Sportsbook. The Detroit Lions are moving on to the NFC Championship as they beat the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in the NFC Divisional Round yesterday, 31-23. After a 10-10 tie ball game at the half, the Lions offense came out firing on all cylinders, scoring touchdowns on three of their five possessions in the second half. Jared Goff finished 30-43 for for 287 yards and two touchdowns, while rookie running back Jameer Gibbs finished the day with 104 scrimmage yards and a score as well. The defense was facing a red-hot Bucks passing attack, and Mike Evans did have a day, but four sacks eight quarterback hits, and two interceptions were enough to top Tampa. Up next, it's the NFC Championship next Sunday in San Francisco against the 49ers. Huge here for the Michigan High School Athletic Association. You can stay up to date on the latest from Lansing 24-7 at MHSAA.com. At MHSAA on Twitter and MHSAA on Facebook. The latest news 
press releases, and stories connected to every high school in the state of Michigan available for you 24-7 from the Michigan High School Athletic Association. Log on to MHSAA.com at MHSAA on Twitter and MHSAA on Facebook. And if you're looking for archive boys and girls, high school sports, MHSAA.TV. That's MHSAA.TV. 24-7, everything you need to know about high school sports in Michigan. Log on to MHSAA.com. We played for the thrill. That rush you feel with the game on the line. I'm Herman Moore, Lions All-Pro Wide Receiver. Now, with Eagle Casino and Sports, the new sportsbook app from Soren Eagle, anywhere I'm at, I'm still in the game. Sign up now and get up to $1,000. That's right, up to $1,000 for a risk-free bet on your next favorite underdog parlay or prop. Eagle Casino and Sports. Made in Michigan, made for Michigan. Must be 21 or older in Michigan to play. Bill Simonson here for Roast Umber Coffee. It's a farm direct coffee sourced from Central American farmers and roasted in Grand Rapids. And their nitro cold brew coffee is a convenient and healthy option with no sugar or additives. So if you want a great coffee or energy drink to power you through your morning and your day, it's available in ground or whole bean or in cans. More information on the website and direct delivery to your door at roastumber.com. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. show is back live on a Moneyline Monday presented by the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Always use code HUGE. And if you're a new customer and you download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code HUGE, you can bet five bucks on the Lions in the NFC Championship game on Sunday and you'll get 200 in free bets instantly. Just use code HUGE when you sign up after downloading the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Superfly, we were talking, hey man, we should go down to Detroit and watch the game on the big screens at Ford Field. I'm seeing a notice from Ticketmaster that there's an unbelievable demand for tickets. You might see Ford Field completely full with fans watching the game. I said to you, it would be awesome with their screens. Concessions open, you go tailgate downtown, you treat it like it's a home game. Right? Man, that's crazy. Lions fever is happening everywhere. Not just in Michigan. It's bigger than Detroit. I'd like to see Michigan get mentioned more than just Detroit. Okay? Let's go talk to Micro Mike, Mike Kimber, who also is on YouTube and part of Herman Moore's Lions Nation Unite. He's standing by on the Roast Umber Coffee guest line. What's up, my man? Oh, my God. Uh, everything is going great. The Detroit Lions are in the NFC Championship game, one game away, 60 minutes away from a Super Bowl appearance. Everything great is going on. How about yourself? 
It's going good, buddy. Yeah, everywhere you turn, I'm hearing people are getting 25, 30 people together. They're going to a brand steakhouse and grill or their local pub for the watch party Sunday. I mentioned we saw this on the way out from Ford Field yesterday that they're going to do a watch party. And now I'm getting, because I follow, you know, Lions tickets, that they're saying that tickets now are limited. Wow. They, they might be full with 62,000 people inside Ford Field watching that game Sunday night. Crazy. Oh, what an atmosphere. It, it, even, it, even if there's no game there and the fans there just hanging out, like you said, eating some food, watching on the big screen, the energy exploding, it's just – it's amazing, and it's such a great season. And I, if you have an opportunity to be with friends and family, definitely do it this weekend. Such a such a great atmosphere. What impressed you the most about that win yesterday? The grit of the Detroit Lions offensive line, specifically Frank Ragnow, dealing with injuries dealing with an injured knee. Uh, Wusika has to come in at left guard because Jonah goes down. And they were struggling, I would suggest, in running game in the first three quarters, but they stuck with that grit, kept running the football, and then it busted at the end to where they, you know, Jameer Gibbs got that 30-yard touchdown. They're able to then get the pass game going. I thought the offensive line going through a little bit of problems with those injuries and gutting it out the whole way was just amazing, and it's a testament to Dan Campbell. You know, I'm checking on this uh, Lions Ticketmaster app, and it's showing that all the seats are gone. Wow, that is amazing. Unbelievable! I I didn't. I told Brett when we were walking out, Superfly. I said they'll they'll fill up sixty two thousand. The people come down and tailgate. They'll go to the local bars in Detroit. They'll treat it like a home game. And Ford Field will be electric. Crazy. Imagine if the Detroit Lions win it in the atmosphere that would be if they're heading to the Super Bowl at that environment would be absolutely electric. It would be going to a party for all night long if the Lions can beat the 49ers on Sunday. Yeah, what I'm looking at now in the NFC Championship watch party, Sunday at 6.30 at Ford Field, there are only some standing room only tickets left. Oh, man. That is absolutely amazing. That's so awesome. Only if the Lions were playing there. Could you imagine? Oh, gosh. If Green Bay didn't blow it, they had a chance to be up big. Uh, yeah, you're look. I, I don't know if they were charging. I, I think the watch party, I don't know if it was free or you donate to a charity. We saw the, the notes they had on the screens when we were walking out uh, last night at Ford Field. And I just told Brad, I said, you know, gosh, man, that'd be awesome just to go down there and watch the game. And I think a lot of people – are thinking the same thing because if the Lions win it and you're inside that building at Ford Field Sunday night with 62,000 people, that is the biggest party in the state. Oh, absolutely. It'd be the biggest party in the state. And it would be like a New Year's in Manhattan, but in Detroit, just everybody just hanging out, you know, having a little bit of drinks here and there and just uh, enjoying the night away. An absolute fire time so if you have an opportunity definitely that would be cool to do it i was really confident about the rams and the bucks in detroit now we get the first pause in the road in the playoffs you're looking at a niners team that's top two or three in every defensive offensive 
category, the big key will be the health of Samuel. I think that's the most important thing to watch because without Samuel, Purdy is not the same QB. Samuel injury is the biggest piece of news that's going to be heading for this game now until the game starts. He is such a difference maker for the offense. He literally does everything for them. He is like a TJ Watt type of player to where if he's not playing, it legitimately ruins the chance of the team winning. And he's such a difference maker because he can go in such many different formations. He gets schemed in all these plays and he gets open and he's a terror to tackle. So if he cannot go in all honesty, I would that line drop drop for the favored for San Francisco right now, seven points. I wouldn't be shocked if it went to three and a half to four. That's how much of a difference maker he is. Yeah. I'm watching the Samuel thing to me that, you know, again, Lions can win it straight up. They've showed us this year they can go to Kansas City, start the season, a lot of pressure there. They played well at Green Bay, well at Tampa Bay, uh, well at Minnesota. So we'll see. Can't wait for it. Mike, we'll talk to you later in the week. Have you in the studio, okay? Awesome. Go Lions. Look at Mike Kimber, Micro Mike on YouTube. Talks about the Lions. Also, Mike is part of Herman Moore's Lions Nation Unite. Look for them on YouTube and also on your social networks. We do have one final segment straight ahead. Everything huge, 24-7 at thehugeshow.net. Leonard Skinner. ZZ Top. Friday, August 9th at Soaring Eagle Casino, the sharp-dressed simple man tour. Leonard Skinner and ZZ Top. Tickets start at $38 and are on sale now at the box office at etix.com. Part of the Soaring Eagle Summer Outdoor Concert Series, Leonard Skinner and ZZ Top. Friday, August 9th at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Huge here for Van Andel Institute Purple Community. Now, they're a grassroots fundraising network powered by the volunteers who support VAI's mission to improve health now and in the future. Learn more at purplecommunity.org. Save big on fuel with M-Perks. Earn points on your Meyer purchases in-store and online. Then use your points to claim a fuel reward and save up to $1 off per gallon of gas at Meyer. Claim your M-Perks fuel rewards in the Meyer app and ID at the pump to save. Plus, earn points for qualifying Meyer Express purchases and look for exclusive Meyer Express offers. Download the Meyer app to sign up or see Meyer.com to learn more. 10 cents to $1 off per gallon based on points earned. Exclusions apply. Not valid in Wisconsin. Max 30 gallons. Bill Simonson here for my good friends from Urban U. They are Michigan's preferred med spa. Three locations in the West Michigan area, and you'll find an Urban U in Northville. Online, you can see all their skin services they offer at theurbanu.com. So the prepping season is here for the guests to come into Urban U. And if you're thinking about it, you can take care of everything during the winter from cool sculpting, laser hair removal, skin rejuvenation, and skin vibe for skin health. Now, these services are done in multiple sessions and winter is the perfect time to start so guests can see visible results by the time they get to spring break vacations and even the summer find out more at theurbanu.com that is theurbanu.com the prepping season is underway and it's time to think about your skin health as you get ready for that trip that spring break or the summer find out more at theurbanu.com 
They say consistency is the key to success. They weren't wrong. So how about grabbing a beer that's consistently smooth, consistently refreshing, and consistently light? You might just find that the road to success can be pretty enjoyable. Michelob Ultra, the perfect balance of taste and refreshment and only 2.6 carbs and 95 calories. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. Enjoy responsibly. Anheuser-Busch Michelob Ultra Light Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. Make sure you listen weekly to our Moving Ferris Forward interviews with Ferris President Bill Pink and other leaders who are moving Ferris forward. Find out more about Big Rapids and Ferris and what they have to offer at ferris.edu. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. We are back live across Michigan, wrapping up with Moneyline Monday, presented by the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Always use that code HUGE when you sign up. And new customers who do that then can bet 5 bucks on the Lions, Niners, Chiefs, Ravens, whatever game you want to, and you'll get 200 instantly in bonus bets. Always use that code HUGE when you sign up after downloading the DraftKings Sportsbook app. All week long, we are all over uh, the Lions and the NFC Championship game on Sunday in San Francisco. Pass the word. Uh, We're getting a lot of first-time listeners, everybody, all across this state. Lions-Niners coverage every day on the Michigan Sports Network. Big. Bad. Bad. 